Good afternoon, Hirschbachers. This is uh, Jan and Dan and Dan and Joe uh, coming to you live from uh, Kerper Avenue in Dubuque. Um, wishing you all well. It's a beautiful uh, spring day out here in, in Iowa. So uh, it's really, really hard to believe that uh, tomorrow is uh, May 1st already. So uh, time flies. So uh, we got a lot going on. Uh, in, you know both uh, in the business and kind of in the industry so uh, uh, the first thing uh, we're going to talk about is uh, uh, next week is uh, safety check week so uh, I'll turn that over to Joe mm -hmm. yeah thank you Dan um, yeah as you guys have heard uh, we've sent out a lot of communication on this we've touched on it in a couple of the podcasts the uh, CBSA road check blitz is next week starts Tuesday May 4th runs through Thursday May 6th uh, you've probably heard us talk about this a hundred times but uh, we want to make sure everybody's prepared so here is 101 um, so the topics this year the focuses will be on hours of service <clears throat> and vehicle maintenance. Uh, the topic under vehicle maintenance will be lighting. So um, just a couple things to remember. First and foremost, uh, make sure you're driving safe. Uh, you know, one of the number one reasons that drivers get pulled over is unsafe actions on the road, either speeding, following too close, not maintaining their lane. Um, so don't give DOT any reason to pull you over. But if you do get pulled in and inspected, uh, make sure you take the next couple of days to uh, really prepare. You know, take take a look at your equipment. Make sure you're taking a very close inspection on your equipment. Uh, make sure you're ready to go. This year's focus for vehicle maintenance is lighting. So double check all your lights, headlights, taillights, uh, all the lights running down the side of the trailer. Uh, <clears throat> make sure all that stuff is, is up to date and uh, safe. And know that anything can still be a violation, even though the focus is on lighting. Anything else the DOT might find during that inspection can still uh, come in the form of a violation. So brakes, tires, those types of things. So uh, be diligent. Make sure you're taking a really close inspection on your equipment. Um, on the hours of service end, uh, make sure your logs are up to date and verified. Uh, make sure you know and understand how to operate your ELD device, uh, know how to transfer logs to the DOT, know how to find your instruction sheet. Um, for any driver who doesn't know how to do this, make sure you contact our logs department. They're happy to walk you through it. Also on the Hirschbach app, um, under the Hirschbach library, there are several videos out there posted uh, for training. The logs team did a really nice job putting together some training videos to teach drivers how to walk through all these things, the things that the DOT will be looking for. So uh, if you haven't already, take some time to familiarize yourself with those videos. If you have any questions or any concerns whatsoever, make sure you uh, call in and get some additional feedback on that. And then, you know, a lot of the stuff that should go without saying, but making sure you are running legally, you know, proper PC use is something the DOT looks at very, very closely. So just a quick reminder there, if you don't already know anything that would be considered work-related is not a legal way to use PC. So if you're moving trailers around, headed to a customer, going to get fuel, uh, headed towards a shop, coming to the office to meet with a dispatcher, meet with safety, all of those things would be work-related and you cannot be using PC in those uh, instances. So be wary of that. And uh, some of even the little things, making sure trailer numbers and bill of lading numbers are updated and accurate on your logbook. So um, you know, don't give DOT any reason to uh, you know, write your violations, uh, make sure you're driving safe so you don't get pulled over and, uh, you know, you do all those things and we'll get through the blitz pretty well. well. That's, that's great, Joe. Uh, you know, I just want to uh, share a couple things on the safety topics. Uh, you know, uh, the last, uh, 
the last few weeks, uh, we've had some outstanding uh, results mm -hmm. for uh, reduced accident, uh, not not only frequency but uh, severity. And uh, you know, I just want to uh, put in a plug for the safety coaches and, and the drivers. I mean, you, the drivers, you're, you're the ones out there driving the trucks. Uh, we can we can coach you, and we can we can do a lot of different things. But ultimately, you're you're the captain of that ship, and uh, you're driving it, and you're operating it. So uh, be safe. And uh, I mean, uh, so if a safety coach is calling you, uh, they're calling you because they they think they have a reason, and there's something that maybe maybe they can point out to you or or uh, give you some input on that uh, might help you become a safer driver. I mean, the uh, the actual uh, last three or four weeks, or I believe this is the fifth consecutive week, mm -hmm. uh, the losses have been uh, reduced substantially, which uh, which is great for everyone because it's good for us and it's also good for our operators because not having the deductibles and such. So a uh, lot going on in the safety world, a lot of good things moving in the right direction. So uh, good stuff there. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, to your point, too, um, many of you guys have probably heard this already, but, you know, the number one reason we call the coaches call is because we care about all of our drivers. Uh, we want to see every one of our drivers be successful, be safe. You know, if we if we didn't care, we wouldn't call to point some of this stuff out. So we, we care about your guys' performance, and we care about the people you share road with. So I uh, just want to make sure we everybody ta does their part to make sure everybody gets home safe. So what are the, what are the two biggest uh, factors that uh – trigger a, a coach uh, communicating with a driver? Um, in terms of frequency, the two biggest things that we spend the most time talking about would be speeding and following distance. So um, anything over the speed limit is something that we spend a lot of time uh, engaging with drivers on. Uh, you know, been many different ways we've set our expectations out. We expect every driver to follow the speed limit. Um, and then also following distance, uh, something we capture on dash cam quite a bit, just drivers being a little bit too close in a lot of cases or a lot too close in a lot of cases. So, uh, you know, giving yourself enough time to respond when a hazard jumps out in front of you. Um, I shouldn't even say jumps out in front of you when a hazard is present in front of you. Uh, you know, making sure you have enough time and you have enough space to respond to that hazard so that again uh we don't end up in accidents that can cause people to to get hurt or um worst case not be able to walk away from so um those are the two things in terms of frequency that we we yeah. spend the most time talking about you know the uh, a lot of the uh the accidents we're having are what we call close quarter accidents mm -hmm. and and so many of them are you know preventable uh you know a couple things slow down look mm -hmm. take your time uh, if you're not sure, you know, get out of your truck and look. And yep. I mean, if we could make progress in that area too. Yeah, in terms of accidents, uh, frequency there is, yeah, those close quarters things, things that happen in parking lots, uh, bumping into trailers, parked vehicles, yellow poles, um, things that you guys see every single day. Uh, you know, damage and get out and look. You guys all have those stickers on your mirrors. Um, you know, even taking it to another level that we refer to as evaluate and guarantee. Um, you know, exit the truck, walk around, don't move the truck another foot until you are absolutely 100% sure you can do so without running into something. Um, it's one of the most common things we hear when the driver bumps into something. We'll ask, well, what happened? Well, you know, driver will say, well, I thought I had enough space. Uh, well, it's okay. Well, 
you thought you had enough space, but you actually didn't. So, you know, what could we do differently next time? And it's like, okay, walk all the way to the back of the trailer, make damn sure that you have all the space you need to be successful. So um, get out and look and then take that to another level with evaluate, guarantee, evaluate your space and guarantee you'll be successful navigating through that space. Good, good. Thanks, Joe. Uh, next subject I want to talk about uh, is the uh, the IT and uh, we we did have a, a bit of a an outage uh, Wednesday night into Thursday where where some of our uh, computer programs were not functioning correctly and uh, it really it was, it was by design uh, we we didn't want the outages and. We had hoped we would be only down for a, a couple, uh, two, three hours. And, and for the most part, we were up and back up and running uh, in, the Thursday morning. But, uh, you know, we, we've got a, what, what, well, let me tell you what happened and, and why we did it. We actually caused the, uh, the failure. We switched our computer systems. Uh, we've got a, a program called uh, Disaster Recovery. So if we have a disaster, we actually have two separated IT operating system. So if we have a disaster in one, we can flip to the second one. Well, uh, so we did that. And uh, we hadn't done it in a couple, of, well, I think almost four years. Um, and, you know, we have a very complex network. Everybody kind of thinks of the AS400 and, you know, uh, uh, the, the Transflow, Geotab, uh, and all the other uh, pr basic programs we run. But we have so many other uh, affiliated programs, whether it be all the safety information that flows in, EDI that flows in, uh, the phone system, the uh, uh, PC Miler, f fuel solutions, routing solutions, and the list goes on and on. It's no small task. And, uh, you know, we did have, uh, you know, um, a momentary, uh, a, a small, small uh, disruption to business, but it's a much better to do that and be prepared than to have an outage and be out for three, four, five days. So uh, it's a good, good plan. Uh, we learned from it. Uh, and we have, you know, a fail-safe system. One goes down, we can flip the switch and bring the other one up. So uh, the IT department worked all night uh, and uh, for the most part had us back up the mix next morning. But that's why you saw uh, possibly a disruption with some of the messages uh, or the load planning that was going on yesterday. So just wanted to share that with you. As far as I know, all the, all the systems are up and running at this point. Uh, so we should be uh, good to go for quite a while. Um, kind of the next subject uh, is the new equipment. We, we continue to take uh, delivery of the new Freightliners, uh, the new Navistars, and new trailers. Uh, just this week, both Freightliner uh, was in to visit along with Navistar. We had good visits with, with both parties. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, the equipment's coming in, uh, not quite as fast as we would hope, uh, but it's it's coming in steadily. Uh, like many of you know and have heard or read, uh, you know, there's some supply issues out there with uh, the microchip processors, some of the dashboards, uh, just call it parts and supplies. Uh, 
and uh, Freightliner and Navistar both are doing everything they can to, to keep us on track. We're, we are seeing a f some mild disruptions, uh, mostly just a delay in getting them, but uh, uh, we do have the trucks and the trailers coming, uh, so we're, we're continuing to work through that. Uh, the trailers are being uh, primarily delivered in, in, in Sioux City, and then we're uh, dispersing them to, throughout the Midwest. For the most part, we're doing, uh, we're picking a new one up and turning in a used one. Um, so we're getting that done. Also, uh, when we purchased the RTI uh, West Coast uh, operation in November, we've, we've got about 110 trailers that came along with it. Some of you have seen the RTR trailers out there. We we are getting uh, we are getting all those trailers over over the next course of the next few months. We'll get all those trailers turned in uh, and have all you know new new utilities. In addition, we've got um all but all the RTI trucks are swapped out now, except for a couple. So we can uh, we we've got that going in the right direction. So a uh, lot of positive feedback on the trucks. Uh, drivers are liking them. So far, uh, fuel mileage looks promising, etc. So, I kind of next thing is is, is freight. Um, you know, the freight freight's good, and you know, but freight's freight's always kind of relative. And uh, you know, we in trucking tend to have uh, really really short memories. Uh, but you know, a year ago, uh, April May of last year was kind of what I refer to as Death Valley. Uh, uh, meat processing plants in Iowa were closed. Uh, Waterloo, Columbus Junction, Mama, Sioux Falls, Dakota City, Denison, and the list goes on. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, the freight's really good now. I mean, it, last year, April, May was bad. June kind of bottomed out. July got a little better, August got better, September got better. And, and by October, November, freight was very good. Uh, when I say very good, October, November, December, you know, when I say very good on a scale of one to 10, it was about a 12. In uh, January and February, we're, we're very good. And in March, we started to see a very, very little small decline in gross tonnage, etc. But it's relative, I mean, Again, we were at a 13. Now we're out maybe at nine out of 10. Uh, but uh, I think it's gonna start strengthening again. Uh, I say that for a few reasons. We're seeing a lot of bids come through. Uh, dedicated is being innuated. Uh, there are uh, lots of dedicated bids, uh, opportunities. And uh, you know, I look, at, I look at our core business here in the Midwest, uh, you know, Grill season's about ready to kick off, uh, so uh, I would expect uh, the Midwest to be very strong. You know, retail, uh, such as like Walmart, their business is very strong. You know, out east, uh, I mean, we're, we're actually having to, to kind of uh, th throttle back some business out east because we're, we're oversold, uh, and we've got, we've got some new business up in Conklin, New York, that uh, uh, we need to get more capacity to, and it's it's great business. Uh, so we're we're going to be growing that business. You know, out, out west, uh, 
produce is starting. We've got the Driscoll's contract again this year. A lot of great freight coming back to Iowa off the West Coast. So uh, as produce ramps up with uh, Driscoll's, Dole, Ready Pack, Fresh Express, I think we're going to have a pretty strong season there. You know, Texas and the Plains, uh, Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, uh, we, we, we literally can't put enough trucks in there. So uh, looking looking good from a freight perspective. Uh, our HVC, our high-value cargo, uh, we continue to grow that uh, slowly but steadily. Uh, we're moving forward on that. So overall, I, I would put the freight environment at, at a 9, 9.5 on a scale of 10. Uh, there's really, uh, if you're getting stuck anywhere, the lack of freight you know i'd like to know about it uh because uh, you shouldn't be so uh make sure you're coordinating with your dms and and they're keeping you busy so um really uh the kind of last talking point is uh you know driver referrals uh we love driver referrals we would much rather hire a driver that's referred to us than than one we know nothing about we you know we fundamentally believe that if you're gonna if you're gonna refer them, uh, they're probably a good driver. So, want to make a quick twelve hundred bucks? Refer us a driver we hire. So, uh, those were kind of my talking points. Are, are we doing questions today, Warren? Or I do have uh, two questions. Okay. Uh, Kenneth Yates says, uh, "Are we going to have a best of the best this year?" Hey, Ken, how you doing? Um, Yes, the answer to Kim's uh, question is yes, we will have a best of the best. I believe they're in the process of picking uh, the dates and a venue that can can handle it. But uh, we intend to have a best of the best uh, event this year. And uh, Donald Woodworth is asking if they're going to move up, if we're going to move forward on the load board concept. All right. So, so hey, Don. Good, to, good to hear from you. So, Don has been talking on and off with me for probably pretty close to a year, and uh, you know what, what Don's referring to is if if you're a, if you're a, a certain let's say class of driver where you qualified, uh, you know whether it be based on service, tenure, uh, type of you know safety. Uh, on-time service, whatever the qualifiers are, Don has been advocating that they be able to kind of, uh, through some type of uh, app, possibly app type application, uh, be able to come in and, and choose their own loads. Uh, we were looking at it very hard, uh, and then COVID hit. And uh, once COVID hit, it kind of got put on the back burner. Uh, but uh, we should take another look at it. Um, you know, it's something that, uh, I know it's something that would be very popular with the drivers. Uh, I'm not sure how popular it would be with the customers. Uh, the problem, the problem that we would, the kind of the, the, the cautionary, uh, issue is, uh, you know, uh, there's loads that, you know, are, are hotter than other loads. There's loads that require different uh, service parameters and others, but uh, it's uh, definitely something uh, we should revisit. So next time you're headed this way, Don, uh, look me up and we'll talk more about it.
Anything else? Well, uh, let's just uh, go ahead and wrap it up then. Uh, appreciate all of you. Please be safe. Uh, we're going to be busy this weekend and next. Uh, be, be aware of the uh, uh, safety check week. Uh, let's come out of that as clean as possible. And uh, be safe and be careful. Thank you for everything you do. Thanks, Take guys. care.